Welcome to Will You Med With Me, a series where I take stressed out comedy people, teach them to meditate, and see if they feel better. This podcast is for anyone who meditates or wants to try meditation and find out how easy it is. Here we go. If you've meditated before or never meditated, either way, this is beneficial. Uh, I will uh, basically do a meditation, which I sometimes teach to someone I'm sitting too, but I do a meditation and I leave it running and you can literally uh, med with me, hence the title. Um, today, I have a topic, um, horrible beauty. <laughs> Is that a weird topic? Um, I had a an experience last week that is the kind of thing that changes you always. And that is, um, and in this case it was, um, sad. It was, uh, the loss, um, of, a, of a friends. I hate to say this cause it's so awful, uh, in a way. Um, I mean, it's awful, but there's also a perspective, I guess is what I mean. A friend's child. And, um, Gosh, even as I say this, um, I wonder why would you say that? Why would you say that to people? Um, and then I came across a, on Instagram, which was fun. Ram Das had posted something about the horrible beauty of life, essentially. And here's, and also here's why I mention it is not to be morose and certainly not to, um, expose something so private. Uh, such a private pain. Um, but, uh, I, I love, here's the thing. Uh, and I heard something Friday that really helped me. And, uh, I think when we don't share, like when something's about death in this culture, we're sort of, we don't talk about death. We're sort of trained to like, don't talk about that. It's weird. Like I'm uncomfortable. So don't talk about it. And uh, I think we're kind of semi, maybe without staining it, trained to ignore death. But I got to say, it's literally the one thing we have in common. It's, it's real. It's a real part of life. And I think avoiding the topic is, um, and then we just end up kind of suffering in the dark. Um, so I mentioned it for a couple things. One to shine light and not suffer in the dark. And also because I heard my experience was so beautiful that uh, I wanted to share it. It's ultimately really uh, positive and and healing. Although what happened obviously is uh, not at all positive, really. Um, so Ramdas talked about uh, he he write he wrote this on Instagram. I've begun to expand my awareness to be able to look at the universe as, as it is and see what is called the horrible beauty of it. I mean, there's horror and beauty in all of it. Because there's also decay and death in all of it. I mean, we're all decaying. I look at my hand, it's decaying. It's beautiful and horrible at the same time, and I just live with that. And I um, I live with it, and I, I see and live with the beauty of it. So I, I'm just going to... There's a, really a lot to be said on that topic, and that is... And, and I've said before, and I, I really like and I teach uh, meditation... At a, I teach it privately, but I also teach it at Universal Studios. So <laughs> when you go to the Universal Studios theme park to Harry Potter World or uh, something about minions, um, there are people behind the scenes that it's worked into their wellness program that they get to meditate. It's like a couple times a week, but um, 
that's, that's what I do sometimes. Uh, that is one of the things that I do. So I'm talking to people in a corporate situation about meditation. So meditation can be taken as like spiritual, super spiritual, and people can bow and wear robes and it can tie directly to people's religion. And honestly, some people say meditation is listening to God. Um, I, I don't, I don't live there with that. Um, not arguing, but that's not what it is for me. And I, and I, I, so many times I compare it to exercise. Some people that's their whole life exercise and that's what they do for a living. And it is like a religion and they're devoted. And then some people like, you know, you, you take a walk around the block two or three times a week. Um, as if as I say that it, it, it's not an ironclad <laughs> comparison, but, um, like I, I'm really into comedy and pretty much everybody likes comedy, but I'm like, really like comedy. Like I was, when everybody was talking about the cute boys in school, I'm like quoting Eddie Murphy and Steve Martin. Like I liked comedy in a way other people didn't like comedy. Like I take it, I go deep, I go deep with it. Whereas it's also someone everyone likes. So in a way, meditations like that, like, yes, it can be religion and spiritual and Krishna and as, as deep as you want to go with it. And it can also, and I'm not the best teacher for that, to be honest. Um, but it can also be like, Hey, I, I kind of want to, I want to feel a little better today. That that's my end of it. I guess I'm in the shallow end of the pool when it comes to meditation, because what's important for me is like, I think a lot of pe- everybody can benefit from meditation. And I think that a lot of people feel like it's like a bigger deal than it, it has to be. And like, does it take years? Do you need a guru? Do I need to be Hindu? Is it expensive? Do, what, what am I supposed to do? And my answer to that is, hey, I'm glad we met. And uh, let me tell you, uh, it's much easier than that. In fact, um, if you want to do a little exercise with me, I'll um, I'll take you through it. You just, right now, um, I, it, this isn't really a driving podcast. <laughs> um, but if you're at home, if you can close your eyes. And if you can't right now, you can do it later. You can imagine closing your eyes as you keep your eyes open and your eyes on the road. But just close your eyes. You're not even trying to meditate. Just close your eyes. And just notice your breath. And you don't have to change your breath or make it better, faster, slower, deeper, whatever. Just, just notice it. And then open your eyes. My guess, my experience is... Uh, you feel slightly more relaxed, just a little more relaxed than eyes open, than not noticing the breath. There's something about just like noticing this thing. And I could have said like, notice your knees. <laughs> like there's something great about like, oh, I don't usually notice this thing that's like with me all the time. And at its very surface level, which is kind of the most fascinating to me about meditation, the very surface level is like for some period of time, five minutes, 10 minutes, three minutes, whatever, you know what periods of time are. You can keep naming them. Um, For some period of time, one, I'm not doing anything negative. I'm not taking in any negative or upsetting information. Um, I'm not paying bills. I'm not (laughs) 
<laughs> yelling at someone or being yelled at or whatever negative whatever we can we can have throughout the day. Um, I'm not in an email crisis or or a relationship drama, whatever. For, you know, for these let's say three for three minutes, let's make it easy. For three minutes, I'm going to meditate. I'm just going to close my eyes. I'm going to notice my breath, or I'm going to have a mantra. I'm going to whatever I'm going to do, but I'm not doing anything negative. So that's amazing. Like that's already beneficial. And just noticing my breath, and you just kind of drop. Like you just kind of like, oh, okay. You know what? I like I'm putting down all the upsetting things for like three minutes, and then everything sort of settles. And even just that, you're a little more relaxed. So to me, yes. You can swim in the Ganges River, and I've done it. And you can go to the Himalayan mountains, and I've done it. And you can meet gurus and read the books, and you can meditate for hours and hours and hours. And I'm telling you, I've done it. And I'm sort of here to say, like, you don't really need to. You know what you can also do is just, like, just, just let go of all your concerns or whatever. Three minutes. Because you're not going to solve them right now. You're only going to be better when you come out, come back to them after relaxing and just kind of let go. And really the practice is like letting go, not because you ever get great at it necessarily, or that you're going to be better at it than in 10 years. It's that you'll just get used to it. Oh, I, I didn't know at all how to let go. And now I, I let go every day for five minutes. So it's a little easier for me to let go of things. That's all it is. Or rather that's one of the things it is. And we can go there. So uh, and I'm not going to talk much longer. We're just going to meditate. But um, I had this really, I love my friends so much. Like, this is like one of the people, we all love our friend. Like, I love my friend so dearly. And he's such a loving person. And he found someone to marry who's as loving of a person. And uh, they adopted a child. And uh, it was the most, like, I loved that baby before I knew that baby because I loved these guys so much. And, um, you know, that that's who, who we lost. And, um, I've never felt that I've never hurt that much for someone. I've, I've heard a ton because someone broke up with me or I didn't get this thing or whatever. And this was totally like, I guess, compassionate sadness, like, I'm so sad because you're so sad and you're devastated and I'm not being dramatic. You're hurting so much and I'm so sad, you know, somewhat for my, for my loss, but really mostly for your loss. And then I came across this, I like Ram Dass and I think he keeps it simple. Um, and I, I get this horror horror beauty, beauty horror of life. And what it is and what I've mentioned before on the show is like when we meditate, like we're letting go for a minute and it doesn't mean we're ignoring problems, you know, like having a positive attitude over, you know, I don't know, someone repossessing my car doesn't make my car not be repossessed. (laughs) Like And it's kind of crazy, I think, to sort of twist, you know, positive thinking into, you know, ignoring anything negative, Um, which anyway, I guess that's a different topic. But there's 
so many awful things in the world. And people have asked me, like, how can I watch the news, for example, and still be happy? Well, because the news isn't all there is. I asked my friend who asked me that specifically, like, where are you watching the news? You, I know for a fact you're watching the news in your beautiful house with your wife who you love and your dog who you love. And those things exist also. So it's not to say... I think sometimes societally we can be like, you know, death is bad and this is good and we want to see things as black and white. But the truth is it's all part of it. It's totally all part of it. And this was legitimately a a tragedy. You know, a tragedy. But there was so much love (laughs) That happened in the wake of, like, for one, between these two people. Uh, They're both loving people, and and I spoke at the wedding, and and there was so much love at that wedding. Like, I don't generally even like that sort of thing, but, like, weddings, not love. Love is great. But, like, so much love because they're so loving and great and caring. And then when they were getting this baby and they were trying to adopt, and then they finally got this one, and you just, like... There was so much loving of this kid from me and from everyone who knows these two people that have this kid. You just love this. And then it's like, I know I'm going to love that kid. And then you see the kid and it was like, oh my God, I love this kid. It was, here's, I learned something last week. And then on Friday I went to the memorial and I learned what I learned. Because someone put it eloquently and she said, she wasn't saying this baby. She was saying his name. And I don't, I don't, for some reason, I don't want to say his name, but she said, um, he taught us <laughs> about love. This baby taught us about love. He taught us that there is love at first sight. And I was like, Oh my God, that is what that was. I experienced love at first sight with this kid. And she said, he taught us unconditional love. And I was like, oh my God, that's what that was. This baby didn't do anything for me at all. It was just being a baby. And I loved it unconditionally. I expected nothing from this baby. I just loved this baby. And I loved it from the second I saw it. And so did this room full of like people are at this point bursting, like, bursting into tears. Obviously, you're already crying, and then you hear the thing that it's even like, ugh. And she said, this baby taught us three things. I'll repeat. There is love at first sight. There is unconditional love. And take nothing for granted. I... I was like, that is what happened. And I don't know why this had to happen or what the, I don't know. I I don't, I wouldn't wish this on anybody, but I certainly wouldn't wish it on my, my friend who's like so loving and great and wonderful. And it's a horrible beauty 
the beauty of all of this love and these guys and existence and the horror of a, a life ending so early and the horror of losing a, a child and a godson and a, you know this child was a nephew and a grandson and um, the horror of the loss and the beauty of the love around it, the love of the people showing up for these guys. And they will continue, they will go on and they will have a life. And um, you heal and this is life. This is a, a stark reality of of life. And also, I mean, I don't have to make that case <laughs> that this is part of life. It's part of life. There were just like, five hurricanes just hit the u.s which also struck me with this baby i was like this one so many people were just affected by loss of entire homes and lives but all and then there were fires up through cal like this loss is uh, a real common part of life and there's no avoiding it and i think like i'm kind of i'm with ram das on this and also i'll tell you in my experience, meditation helps. If I don't have meditation, I can't let go of the thought of how fucking unfair this is. I can't let it go. Like, I, my mind is, like, upset. Like, this is not fair. I can't. The Sometimes the bad is so big that I can't see the good. Right? I've said before, if I could take everything in my life and put all the bad things on one side and all the good things on one side, if I only looked at like the left side where all the bad things were, I'd have a really shitty life, right? All I'm looking at, all I'm giving my attention to is bad. Of course, I wake up in a bad mood and could have been in a bad mood, and I probably don't have a lot of friends and I don't have much to offer anyone because all I can see is bad, right? If I can let go of staring at the left side of all just the bad things and just look at the right side. Like, it's not saying there's not a whole side of bad things. It's saying there's also this other stuff. To me, like, that's what meditation helps me with. That's the practice. Letting go on the simplest thing. Like, for three minutes every day, I'm going to let go of just being mad or sad or worrying about stuff or staring at my computer or trying to fix something for three minutes. I'm going to try, I'm going to let go of fixing something, a, a damaged relationship or whatever. And I'm just going to let go and like, Oh, look, you know what? I hadn't noticed all day, my breath, but it's here and I'm alive and it's the it's the thing that proves that one of them so it's like oh there's other stuff like this really i hope i've made my point because i'm i now feel myself like now i'm just gonna say this 10 more times but i assume you get it or you can rewind or you can disagree or what whatever i've obviously there's a myriad of things you can do but that's what struck me that i wanted to share because it's a huge reminder and it's a, it's a drastic 
example, and I, I apologize um, if that hit anyone weird, because I don't usually cry on this show. I usually keep it pretty light. Um, I think there's enough heaviness when usually when people talk about meditation. I don't try to live there. But I do think it's valuable, and I also know we all deal with this. We all deal with it. Um, of my friends, and another reason I talk about this stuff publicly is like, I, my mom passed away 12 years ago, and in my group of friends, it, it was one of the first of the parents to to pass. And I would share about it sometimes in like at some storytelling shows or post about it or whatever. And then when other people around me, like their mom was diagnosed or their dad was sick, they could come to me and be like, I, I, can I talk to you about this? Like, yeah, I get it. I guess the other reason I, I do it is when I was going through it, people did that for me. You know what? My friend Kurt said, you know what? I lost my sister in high school. He said this, he said, you know what I found is there was this huge loss of like this source of love, right? My sister, it's huge loss. And he said, it's hard to imagine, but I found that people came and filled it in. <laughs> people showed up like almost like, I guess, nature abhors a vacuum. So like there's this huge loss and it just seemed like people kept showing up like to make up for that deficit for him. That's what I found, um, the loss of my mom. I've gotten closer to my brother, to my dad. Like, I have relationships there that I didn't have before. Probably you could argue my heart is more open. Um, all kinds of things. The way it pertains to meditation, then we'll meditate because um, I'm not here to lecture. And I'm not here as an expert. I, but I am here as a meditation teacher, and um, I'm not always consistent with this podcast. And But I do think, like, so much of... I've gotten so much healing, like I've gotten so, let's just say benefit. I've gotten so much benefit from meditation, from like, I think more clearly, I have better relationships, I pick better dudes, one dude, not even a lot of dudes, and that, frankly, that's an improvement. Hey, so I'm a better friend, I laugh more, I just enjoy the fucking day more because I meditate. There, there's the meme, I enjoy the fucking day, meditate. I get so much benefit out of it. That's why, and I'm trained to teach it. And so that's why I teach it because I know that, uh, everybody can use this. Um, because we're, we're here navigating, uh, this horrible beauty that's life. And some days are harder than others. And, uh, meditation helps. So quick question. Hey, will you med with me? Um, we'll do like a five minute meditation. How's that? Um, if you're driving, just hit, just don't do it right now. <laughs> You've heard this. <laughs> I hope there's some value in it. And then, uh, do the eyes closed part, uh, when, when you're home or, you know, are you in traffic? Pull, not just over on the road, but like pull to a side street somewhere where you're safe, shade, whatever. And, uh, I'd love for you to med with me. So here's how we do it. I'm going to say, uh, just close your eyes and just sit comfortably. Um, I, I'd say have your back supported. 
Um, I like the little edge of the sofa, so I'm kind of supported in all the way around <laughs> the back. Um, I'm just in like a kitchen chair right now. I just sit easily. Feet can be on the floor, propped up, or what? Just sit. Are you comfortable? That's the rule. Are you comfortable? Okay. Start with your head up. Close your eyes because we don't need to take in any information through our eyes right now. And uh, say notice the breath. It's your breath. Just notice it. And it might, uh, it just sparked a little yawn <laughs> for me. Um, you might end up, you know, with a sigh or a deep breath or whatever. Just, you're just not managing it, right? Just the difference between noticing and managing. You're just noticing your breath. There it is. Now, you are going to have thoughts because you are alive. So nothing's wrong with you. You're going to have thoughts. You might be like, this is weird or this feels good or is this working or whatever. It doesn't matter what the thoughts are. Based on what I talked about, you might be thinking about someone. Content, let's just, for now, it doesn't matter. You're going to have thoughts, okay? You can be interested in those thoughts, okay? You're not like, no, thoughts, bad. <laughs> Don't get down on yourself for having thoughts because you're literally going to have them every single time. So you have thoughts, kind of just notice them. And when you notice, oh, my attention's on the thoughts, not my breath, just notice your breath again. That's it. Just do that for me. It's a little bitty tiny letting go of your thoughts to notice your breath. And that might happen 10, 12 times here, whatever. Just let go. And just see what happens. You're not trying to make anything happen. And I'll let you know when we're done.
Okay, go ahead and stop meditating. You can leave your eyes closed. You may have already opened them, but you can leave them closed for, uh, we'll sort of have like a, a wrap up minute. You don't want to open them too, uh, too fast. You can get a headache. Um, so you can kind of sit there with your eyes closed or yawn and stretch or whatever. And, um, I meditate with you. Like I'm, I'm not just like feeding in. <laughs> well, I mean, you can hear room noise and sometimes, uh, my dog or a car or whatever. Um, but, and really part of that is like, yeah, that's, it's what's happening when you're meditating. So like, it, it can be kind of a lonely proposition. Like I meditate, but it's just on my own. So <laughs> some people, a lot of people can feel like, so sometimes I just don't because no one's making me. And then sometimes like, ah, it just feels kind of isolating. So that's another reason I do the podcast is like, you can med with me. And if obviously, if you want to do it for longer, you hit pause and put in another five minutes and, or whatever. Um, I want to say one thing. It occurred to me, one of my thoughts that wandered through my head was, uh, why not Caden, I guess. Caden is the baby's name. Um, I guess it just felt too sad to say. Uh, but part of acceptance is, is uh, you know, full acceptance. Um this baby's name, uh, is Caden. Um, he passed away at, uh, about seven months old. Um, his little heart gave out and, um, he had a viral infection. Anyway, um, I guess that's, uh, it just occurred to me, like, I think initially I wanted to protect my friends or Caden or, and then it's like, you know what, it, it, I think really, I just, I don't want it to be true. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> acceptance is a process, by the way. It's not a, it's not like, oh, acceptance. Oh yeah, no, I got it. Uh, it's a struggle. But uh, anyway, I guess that's my final thought. And um, open your eyes now. You're free to open your eyes. Uh, I hope you feel a little settled, a little relaxed. That's the point. It's the point of this meditation. It's the point of the practice you do a little letting go when you don't even have to let go. And then later when you really need to let go, you're good. You're better at it. You're a little more practiced at it. And, um, uh, I, it helps in profound ways. All right. Thanks for listening to Will You Med With Me. Next time, uh, I'm going to teach you uh, a mantra. Um, that'll be fun. I guess it's a little different. We usually just focus on our breath, but, um, uh, there's some f fun mantras you can use. I don't know if they're fun. All right. <laughs> there's just mantras and I will have, um, some guests on soon that, um, some hilarious people, but I know Beth Littleford <laughs> wants to do it. I don't know if she wants to, <laughs> to do it publicly or if I'll just secretly record her. What? You can't do that. Um, but, uh, anyway, I, all my friends are funny, so uh, I'll have more people on soon. But thanks for meeting with me today, and I hope you have a great day um, or night. When, whenever, have a you know, have good times. <laughs> I hope you have good times. All right. Bye.